Right. Welcome to the podcast. Man, I feel like it's been a while since I got one of these in. I know we've had some, uh, we've been doing a series of uh, interviews with clients, and uh, I hope you guys find those helpful. The main goal in those is to just, number one, to, to share with you real stories, not, oh, this is what could happen. But I want you to understand that the people that we work with who are private practice doctors or just, you know, they're normal people. They're people like just like you. And, you know, these people have uh, made some simple decisions, which has changed the outcome of their lives. And I hope you're enjoying some of these that are, you know, going back 10 or 12 or sometimes five years ago and the decisions that they made. Uh, I just finished up our annual event, our Practice Growth Summit in Las Vegas. Got to see some of you out there. It was a lot of fun. And so... I want to remind you, this is really important, we do an event every year that I would highly suggest that you come to. We've got the dates already locked in. I'll I'll be getting you some information about next year's event. Uh, We did Vegas this year. I've never done a a big event in Vegas. I've been to other people's events in Vegas. Probably won't go back for a while, Uh, but it was so much fun. We had Deion Sanders there. He kind of brought down the house, which was great. Tim Tebow, uh, we had a, a lineup, Bill Dorfman, a lineup of re- all the speakers did fantastic. And uh, for any of you that were there, it was great seeing you. But today, what I'm going to do, I'm going to uh, spend a little bit of time and I wanted to talk about this uh, thing called mindset. And in particular, the mindset that is required to survive in private practice. You know, you see a lot of things and people are like, oh, it's going to be so hard. That's not true. Uh, Everything in life is hard when you make it hard. And when you finally figure it out, it can become much easier. So today, what I want to talk about is, and I want to talk about your brain, okay? So I want to, and I won't go real long on this one because I'm going to go real hard on it. And that is to really sort of strip out what is happening mentally with you. And first of all, the fact that you even listen to this podcast is a great indicator, okay? So, and we have been doing, I just, I commissioned a big study and it was a a study on what we call growth readiness. And so I actually have, uh, we we have a test and uh, people can take it. And that test will tell us uh, the challenges that they will have with growth, and there's actually very predictable challenges, okay? And, but what I wanna talk about today is the two mindsets that exist among people, and uh, I'm gonna break them down a little bit, and as we go through this, I really want you to think about yours, and my invitation for you is to change your mindset. And it actually turns out that when it comes to growth, you end up with two different mindsets, and I'll explain these to you. There's a fixed mindset, and there's a growth mindset. So you write those down. So we got fixed and we have growth. And so if I were to ask any of you, I were to say, hey, what do you think your mindset is? I will promise you that 99.9% of you would look right at me and you would say, oh, I have a growth mindset. So I want you to know that 100% of the people when asked what type of a mindset they have will describe a growth-oriented mindset. Now, I will tell you, 
for sure that is not accurate. So what I want to do today is I want to give you some descriptions of these and allow you to simply please do not do what we do as humans, which is immediately to judge. So if you're listening and you say, well, I don't need to listen to this. I know I'm a growth mindset. That's the judge, the judge in you coming out. So you have to be very careful. So the first thing is remember that all growth-oriented people, when it comes to learning about themselves, they love it. So, I mean, you know, growth-oriented people, you know, develop self-awareness, which is, which is very important. But let's talk particularly about these two mindsets. So, so we have two. Everybody believes they have a growth mindset. So how do we break it down? So let me go through some very specifics on this. So, and I want you also to know that if you have one mindset or another, they're not fixed for life. In other words, and the reason why I coach people and the reason why I have a growth readiness test is that I've learned over the years that you can take fixed-minded people and make them growth-minded. And it's a lot of fun. And when I do these interviews, if you're paying attention to any of the story, and if you're not, do it on the next one we, we, we share with you, you're, you'll hearing people describe having a fairly fixed mindset and then the process of converting it to a growth mindset and then describing the consequences of changing it. Now, remember, so that means that if you have a fixed mindset, and, and I want you to know that almost all of the doctors with small practices that I meet have fixed mindsets. And, 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 and part of a fixed mindset is like a trap. It's, it's really... A, uh, it's a limited supply, limited resources, limited things. But let me be more specific. So here we go. So let's first start with, you know, I always wonder, do you give them the growth mindset first or do you give them the fixed mindset? So for fun, why don't we start with a fixed mindset, okay? So, and this is funny, leads to a desire to look smart, <laughs> and a tendency to. So I want you to think about that. So it's funny, when I meet a lot of people who are struggling, they never admit they're struggling. They're trying to look like they're not, which I think is really kind of funny, and sad all at the same time. So here's what happens. So challenges, challenges. They avoid challenges. They just shy away, okay? Obstacles, they give up easily. So giving up easily is a characteristic. And then never trying again, which is so interesting. Effort. Effort is fruitless. Okay? So effort isn't worth it. These are the things. So, so it's funny. Uh, if you came up to me and you're like, Jay, I'm getting seven new patients. And I went, ooh, I'm sorry. And you, you and I would say, well, why don't we get some more? And, and you would be like, oh, I don't know. Well, so you're avoiding a challenge. You're, you're giving up ease. You actually have doctors who justify it. And they, they do things like say, well, I, quality is important to me. Okay, anyone who says that, you have a fixed mindset. Like, this, you're lying to yourself. You know, it's like, quality is so important. You know, no, that, that's false. Those are the kind of things that develop in the heads. Uh, criticism, 
Um, they ignore useful feedback and usually argue with it, which is also kind of a comedy routine if you watched it on video. And by the way, I've had, I mean, you guys do need to understand that I've had so much experience with both these people. And normally I, it takes me about 12 seconds of talking to you to figure out who you are. And literally what I'm trying to tell you is this is, I'm trying to give you insight so that you realize when you're saying something, you catch yourself and go, oh my God, I'm doing it right. Like, like, so again, avoid challenges, give up easy, uh, see effort as fruitless, um, ignore criticism and negative feedback. And then here's the best one is that the success of others, right, threatens them. Okay. Uh, these people plateau early and achieve a lot less of their potential. Um, and listen, you can have phases where you get a fixed mindset. And remember, you could apply this to everything. You know, you could say you could apply it in your relationships. You can apply it with money. You could apply it with your health. So it's very important to understand all that the mindset, your mindset in particular, yes, it affects how you run your practice, but it also affects how your life is run, okay? Are your employees disengaged and unmotivated? Team engagement is critical for productivity, innovation, and retention. But creating an engaging work environment takes effort. Tune in and subscribe to the Private Practice Playbook podcast to learn valuable insights from Jay Geyer and his guests. Make team engagement a priority to increase motivation, loyalty, and results at your organization. Boosting engagement starts with you. Take action today to create a more connected and collaborative workplace culture. Give us a call today at 770-518-7575. So now let's take a look at the flip side, shall we say, the old growth mindset. Ooh, here we go. Leads to a desire to learn and therefore a tendency to. So for instance, I just finished this big event. You know, there's thousands of people there. And, you know, you know, one thing for sure is that the people were there, they are working on a growth mindset and the people who did nothing last weekend at all, right? Like, it's kind of like, hey, I have a question. Go back and look at your calendar and look at June. Um, you know, for instance, if I said to you, hey, uh, if you look at what you did on June 15th and 16th, like, you know, did it amount to anything? You know, <laughs> and you probably go, well, it was another day. But these people went and they're trying to change the course of their lives. So here's a growth mindset. Leads the desire to learn. So you're a good student and a tendency to, right? A tendency to. Embrace challenges. Embrace challenges. Embrace challenges. Obstacles. Persist in the face of obstacles. That is fail. Get back up. Change what you do. Do it again. Try it again. Try it again. Try it again. Fifth time. Okay, I got it. Next one. Repeat. Repeat. Right? So challenges, they embrace them. Obstacles, they persist in getting over them. Right? Effort. Effort, the path to mastery. Effort is the path. So putting forth effort. So I'm measuring my effort, not you. You see, growth-minded people are measuring their effort, not your effort. So uh, pretty important to understand that. You know, when I'm coaching a client, it's funny. They love to judge the effort of the team, but they don't love to judge their own effort. Well, you got to start judging your own effort, okay? Learn from criticism, Right criticize me, tell me, give me the hardest thing you possibly can, tell me. Like, you can tell, you know, um, 
I'm doing an orientation uh, with some new clients in a, in, in a little bit here, and I will go for the jugular fast, okay? Because I get paid to get them to grow fast. So when I go for the jugular fast, if I'm telling them what to change, telling them what to do different, if they have a growth mindset, they're just taking notes and they're going, I'm going to do it. And then they do it and it works, right? And, and the opposite is true with the fixed mindset person. So they would ignore negative feedback. So if I said to you, hey, you got to clean up the way you dress. You got to get rid of those shoes. You got to get rid of that goatee. Uh, you need some new glasses because those look like they were, you know, from 50 years ago. And, oh, by the way, the carpet of your office is, uh, office is disgusting and you need to fix that. And you say, well, I don't think that's going to matter. I don't think that will do it. See, this is what you want to understand about how you process information. Back to the growth mindset person. Embraces challenge. Obstacles are fun to face. Effort is what I can keep ratcheting up and measuring. Criticism, good. That's where I learn, okay? Um, success of others, right? Finds lesson and inspiration in the success of others. Listen, this podcast is like my donation to you. You know what I'm saying? You should be sucking it up because my fees are, you know, like it, it, I don't usually do this free. I need you guys to understand this is like a donation to the profession, right? So when I'm, and again, I'm basically taking my success and sharing it with you. I've been sharing the success of other clients with you. If you watch that, you know, it's funny. I, I brought Bill Dorfman, who is a very well-known celebrity dentist. And I got a kick out of it even at the event. I could see some clients were just sort of, I could see they were sort of like, oh man, you know, it's funny to watch you guys sort of judge each other if that, if that makes sense. But there was a lot to learn from him. So, okay. As a result, they are able to achieve more and more, right? And so this is what I'm trying to get you to think, like, which one of these do you want to be? Which one do you want to be? leads to the desire to learn and therefore, right, these positive attributes coming out of the mindset. So what I'm going to suggest to you in this podcast is that you want to figure out and you, listen, I'm sure if you Google uh, growth mindset versus fixed mindset, you know, you can read about this. I've given you a little bit of what you need to know. But what I want you to think about is, First, you have to diagnose what it is. So remember, uh, if, you, if I wanted to take this and diagnose it, I would come here, I would grab this sheet, and I would say to myself, Jay, is there currently a challenge that you are embracing? Is there an obstacle that you are persisting over? And I'd be, I should know exactly. And by the way, like if you ask me those questions, I can articulate very specific situations that I'm in the middle of doing right now. Okay, and so just like I can see where I may have given up easy on something. Okay, so what I want you to do, um, ah, let me give you one more because I actually shared this at the event and I think it's pretty good. Uh, can we talk about being self-absorbed versus being self-aware? And then I'll leave you with these two thoughts. So let me tell you the indicators of self-absorbed versus self-aware. Now, remember what I said, if you're gonna grow, 
you have to become self-aware. So just the fact you're listening to this, you must have a desire to become self-aware. Otherwise, I don't know why you would listen. Uh, so that's good, okay? Unless you're just somebody who is stealing my information, right? Then you're just here to get what I say to steal, to use for someone else. I mean, you see what I'm saying? Otherwise, I would assume you're trying to be more self-aware. And even those people are trying to be self-aware. So self-absorbed versus self-aware. So I'm going to give you three things, and these will also help you identify which one you are. And the first one is when you are self-absorbed, you do a lot of comparing, okay? And these actually do tie together. And uh, there was a Mark Twain quote saying, comparison is the death of joy. So any one of you who is comparing, okay, so, for instance, the reason I've been doing this interview series with my clients is to give you an accurate comparison. I'm trying to say to you, look at the decision they made, look at how long they've been at it, look at what they've done in their offices, and look at the difference in the results. <laughs> and you're not doing that from a – you're not trying to compare. You're trying to learn from that. So these people compare a lot. Then they grumble a lot. And so the grumbling is your complaint indicator. You really need to take inventory. Are you grumbling? So if I had a if I had video of you at dinner last night, I had video of you talking to your friends, I had video of you talking to the bank. I had all the video of you. I mean, you're either grumbling or you're not. And grumbling is this kind of uh uh, it's like this rolling discontentment. You know, it's like I'm unhappy with my team. Uh, you know, I'm unhappy with what's going on politically. I'm unhappy with this. Grumbling is a problem. So check your complaint indicator. Growth-oriented people don't, don't, don't do this because they're busy working through obstacles. They're busy learning new things, okay? And then the last one is extreme controlling. So, for instance, a lot of people don't know this, but... The reason why you won't pay someone to help you is not because maybe you, uh, I mean, is it because you can't afford it? Probably not. You could make a case that you can't afford not to. Uh, the reason you don't hire somebody is you are obsessed with controlling. Even if it puts you in bankruptcy or your practice gets seven new patients a month, uh, and you can barely pay the bills. You're so happy to control everything that the thought of having someone help you, you know, again, you, you can't get there because you'd be like, I, it's funny, I even get clients over the years, you know, they'll hire, or hire me and then they're still trying to control it, right? It's like, wait a minute, uh, you've never done this? Like this was something that recently I was looking at. I was like, and think about this. Let's say for instance, and I'll wrap up today on this. Imagine, you know, today you have a $2 million practice and you, you want to go to three. And let's just say you hired me. And I said, okay, I'll get you to three. And then you go, but then you, then you say, well, I want to do it, but I want to do it the way I want to do it. Well, if you really stop and think about it, you've never done it. So how would you know how to do it? That's really your control problem getting in the way. So the other thing about really self-absorbed people is they are really, really controlling. And, and I know none of you will... You, and by the way, you really should self-identify as a control freak. That would be helpful for you. But think about this. The controlling ends up being your, your demise. It's actually the letting go that's what causes growth. So hopefully that helps you a little bit. And what I want you to do is I'm going to leave you with some encouragement. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If no matter how 
fixed your mindset is, uh, I've seen people change. And you do it by exposing yourself to growth mindset people. So for instance, you know, I run a community of growth mindset people. So if any of you were at my event in Vegas, you saw those were a bunch of excited growth mindset people, their teams, everything about them. And you got to be around those kind of people. And it's kind of like, you know, if you hang around um, alcoholics, I'm assuming you're going to be drinking a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming if you hang around, you know, um, people with an eating problem, you're going to be eating too much if you hang around people, right? So again, you get kind of how that works. So, all right, listen, you can do this. So take inventory of your mindset as you're listening to these various stories and then let us know how we can help you, okay, to develop that growth mindset, which then creates a growth. So whatever your practice is, is a reflection of your mindset. Okay, take care. Bye. Have you or your team taken the five-star challenge? Our five-star phone training certification is ideal for helping your team deliver an exceptional phone experience that keeps customers coming back and referring others. Join the Scheduling Institute today and watch your customer satisfaction scores soar. Call us today, 770-518-7575.